This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He's also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he is also the co-host of the Draft Show. And it is... Draft week. It is uh, football Christmas or football off-season Christmas. Brian brought us. How excited are you to finally uh, be just days away from the NFL draft now? Man, always excited about the NFL draft. And I want to make sure you get your uh, pop uh, proper. I said popper proper proper introduction. Bobby Belt of 105.3, the fan of the Sean and RJ and Bobby show, 5:30 to 10 Monday through Friday, and also uh, the Cowboys Insider for 105.3, the fan. Also a co-host of the draft show and and the big time here to the love of the star. So yes, Bobby, I'm very excited. I've been doing this since 1992. Uh, I was a part of a draft in 1992 that actually went 12 rounds. That was the last time Man. that we had that soiree into uh, into a 12 round draft, and it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, it was very exhausting, but. You know, I've kind of looked at things. I think the hay's in the barn right now. We're starting to see boards put up. I know from a lot of media scouts, rankings are going up. I'm excited to put mine up on 105.3 The Fan. You know, I mean, hey, I did the work. You might as well see what I see. And if you like it, great. If you don't, I challenge you to do the same. So, uh, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it, Bobby. I mean, the, the thing about with the Cowboys talking today at this press conference. Yep. And one of the most, I think one of the most important things that Stephen Jones said, but there's a lot of things. I think there's other things we need to get to, but I'm going to focus on this one real quick. The -hmm. thing that Stephen Jones said about really not knowing where the direction is going to happen or what's going to happen until the draft actually starts. You know, you don't know if you're going to go up. You don't know if you're going to go back. You don't know if you're going to stay until those picks start coming off the board. And then once those players one by one get eliminated off your stack, that tells you to go draft CD Lamb. That's the things that you do. That tells you to go draft Zach Martin. You know, so I think the Cowboys at twenty six. This is a, p- a position they're very familiar with. They've got a division opponent ahead of them, so they could kind of get an idea what they're what they're doing as well. You know, Philadelphia will be down there too at the bottom once they get past pen, uh, pick ten. So you're going to have everybody, with the exception, really, like I say, the Commanders are like in the middle of that board. But you're going to be able to find out what your division opponents are going to be doing around you uh, this uh, this uh, coming weekend. 
Yeah, and I think it's a, a good point to bring up that, you know, Stephen talked about, hey, you don't re- really know what you're going to do until, you know, picks start coming off the board. But one thing that was interesting was the fact that uh, Jerry Jones seemed really eager to tell everybody, hey, we How don't know. Open the press conference? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to do until the yeah. picks start flying off the board. But it almost sounded like Jerry was saying, we're going somewhere. I don't know which direction yeah. we're going. I don't know if we're going up or we're going down, but we are going somewhere because he – was all too eager to go ahead and volunteer in this one that he his mind is on a trade. David Moore from the Dallas Morning News asked a question to lead things off, and Jerry actually said, hey, before we answer that, let me tell you, I'm thinking about trades right now. Now, yeah. I'm curious, is that Jerry just being his normal forthcoming self, or is that Jerry trying to, to maybe stir some things up and create some doubt? I think Jerry is looking for a player, and I think that and, – and he used the word warts – and so if you're a Cowboy fan out there and you're thinking, okay, what are the players that potentially have warts? And I mean warts, it, you know, it, it's not always uh, it's not always like the 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 character issue guys and stuff sure. like that. I mean, maybe with what we've seen with Carter. But what about a Peter Skaronsky, you know, that has short arms? Is that a wart? You know, you got to think about it as a big picture way of like what players are ahead of Dallas or Dallas looking at and that you know in the top they said they have what between 15 and 18 names on their board I think they're probably on the high end of that uh you know maybe you know maybe in that 17 to 18 range so you know what players are potentially could fall to them that they would be comfortable with maybe going up for or sitting there and just waiting to see if that particular player comes to them at 26 I think a thing they have to be really mindful of, Bobby, and this is something I did as a pro personnel director there, is that you have to know exactly what the teams ahead of you and the teams behind you are looking at. And you've got some super aggressive teams if you're the Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys are being really careful not to telegraph a pick. We've seen them, you know, everybody's put guards there. People have put uh, put tight ends there. They've put running backs there. They've put linebackers there. I mean, that's the big unknown right now. But if you're sitting on a particular player, and I think the Cowboys have done a really good job of not really letting anybody know what direction that they're going to go. Because that behind you, you got to worry about the Saints going up. You got to worry about the Eagles potentially going up. You know, you got to worry about the Kansas City Chiefs going up, especially if it's a player that you kind of covet. You know, I would you be surprised if Philadelphia doesn't take if Philadelphia doesn't take the runner at 10, but waits to see it get down if it gets into range, if B. John Robinson gets into range and makes a small move up and grabs B. John Robinson? Because I think B. John Robinson is a guy the Cowboys would absolutely take if he was on the board. Yeah, I, absolutely. So I, you, 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 now you have to worry about, is there a team behind you that sees a B. John Robinson close enough to where they didn't think they were going to get him? Now he's close enough to where you make a small move. That's where I think the Cowboys have to be very mindful because somebody could trade ahead of you. Well, you and I, we could be we could be on the clock or getting ready to go on the clock and the next thing you know, it's like, all right, Dallas is about to be on the clock. Oh, my, this pick just went to New Orleans. Oh, my, this pick just went to Kansas City. Oh, my, this pick just went to Philadelphia. You know, they're trading ahead of you. Are they going to grab the, are they going to grab the last tight end? Are they going to grab the, uh, or the potentially the last, 
first round tight end? Are they going to grab? Uh, are they going to grab the runner? You know, is uh, oh, is a corner when these corners sliding? We talked about with Porter. That's a, you know Peter King and mock draft. He put Porter to the Cowboys. You and I talked about it on our show that we did uh, on Sunday about you know wow Porter got to us. How that happened? Gosh, you got to turn that card in, don't you? So yeah, yeah. the Cowboys have got to be alert for a lot of things. Yeah, it's real easy to stand there and make that pick. But it's also really easy to say, okay, do we want to flip uh, a pick and try and go up a little bit and make sure we get the guy we want? You know, that's where I think if teams behind them are going to be aggressive, you got to also feel like that you probably need to be a little bit more aggressive if somebody's sliding down the board that Jerry Jones is talking about that has a few warts on him. Yeah, look, and he talked about, uh, you know, their trade value points and collecting more points. And so the question then becomes, all right, you could mean a couple different things there. You could mean let's go collect more points by going back and picking up extra capital. You could mean let's go pick up more points by having a higher value point in the first round and go up a little bit in a draft that everybody seems to agree, just like last year, is not very top-heavy. I think it's a little better than last year. Um, and then Stephen Jones said today they would have 15 to 17, maybe 18 first-round grades. Yeah. Um, and so that that's better than last year where I think they had 14. Yeah, I think when he when he showed the board by accident, I think he had 15 names. Didn't he when so he showed close. the board? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it, it'll be it'll be interesting there. But when you talk about warts, I'm going to run through some player names for you, Brian. And, and these are guys that I think largely you wouldn't expect would necessarily slide into Dallas's range. But they've got warts. Like okay, yeah. it's a short arm guy, and, and it's a, well, it's yeah. four. It's four different types of warts for you. Okay, go ahead. All right, go. Four players, four different types of warts. Let's go with the first one: Jackson Smith and Jigba. His warts, obviously, the injury history. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Is that a guy that if he started sliding down, you think they go, hmm, that's a more talented player than? We should like like that's not a player we should just let slip by. If he gets into the late teens, would you say, well, we can't let the Giants get him or go up and get? It. We like this guy. Let's go up and get him and take the the warts that come with him, which are the injuries. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that, man. And I, how about this? How about just receiver in general? I mean, it, you know, what if we we don't know. Like I said, I the what are, what's the warts? You know, what's the warts of our USC guy? That the lack of the lack of bulk size size, size. and and size. testing the testing yeah. was not great yeah see I don't I don't see and and maybe you're hearing different than me Bobby I don't see Quentin Johnston as a guy I mean they talked about TCU they talked to TCU but I just you keep hearing a little bit of this a little bit maybe Quentin Johnston wouldn't be the twenty six you know. Maybe we, you know, so, you know, with the, with the whole thing with Smith and Jigba, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. You know, I, I think that when you when you really, really start to break these things down, you know, is that is that the thing, you know, with Addison, Smith and Jigba, you know, where where are we? Like I say, one lacks one lacks bulk, Addison at 173 pounds, and then you mentioned Smith and Jigba, who it might have some a little bit of injury history to him. And then uh, the next uh, player with some warts, the second of the four, Bijan Robinson, which his warts are just flat out his positional value. Uh, positional it's a position, value, right, right. And the Cowboys right. talked about this today, that they, they essentially acknowledged Zeke at four as an overpay in this day and age, in this NFL, and that 
They don't necessarily – they wouldn't necessarily want to take somebody that high. But if you look at the talent and the point where they start sliding to a certain point, the Cowboys go, well, now this is just ridiculous value and we need to go there. I still don't think they would trade up for B. John Robinson. I think they'd kind of let things fall. Yeah, I do um, too. Could, could that be one of the guys that they're referencing or one of the types of warts they're referencing? Yeah, okay. And I, I put Dave Brewer's top uh, 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 300 next to mine. And so I'm looking at like where he had guys. And on my board, I got Bijan Robinson as the third best player. On Dane mm-hmm. Brugler's board, he's the sixth best player. Okay. So now all of a sudden we're getting down to 26. I am sure there is a lot. And this is where this is where I worry. This is where I worry because I think if he gets down to 26 or near 26, I worry about somebody jumping the Cowboys. Like, you could sweat this thing the whole time and go, oh, you've walked the minefields, you've got through the, you've got through all teams, and now he's down in that range where it's at 22, 23, 24, somewhere right around there. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe the Giants, maybe the Giants are the team that gives up, you know, ahead of the cap. You know, the Giants don't have any need for a running back. Maybe they feel like they could get the wide receiver if they move back two or three spots and, you know, and, and pick something up. So I would worry if you're a Cowboy fan and you think you're going to get B. John Robinson, I would worry about maybe one of those teams, you know, maybe another team coming up because they see the value at at 26 or 25 to get a player that's probably the third or the sixth or maybe the eighth best player on their board. The other name, and I'm going to preface this with a little bit of a, a news nugget from uh, today when we record this here on Monday. Um, I think all along we've all agreed, uh, for the most part, that we believe Peter Skaronsky will be the first offensive lineman off the board. It has been the general thought, regardless of if you thought he was a guard or a tackler or whatever else. Man, well, I, Paris Johnson, right? Uh, well, I was about to say, the betting odds flipped on Monday to the number three overall pick, the favorite yeah for the Cardinals to take is offensive lineman. And then the reports came out Monday from uh, Mike Garofalo that Kyler Murray has told the Cardinals he loves Paris Johnson and would be a big fan of, of him being picked by the Cardinals in the first round. So if Paris Johnson goes first and, and this offensive line class isn't viewed exactly the way we think, does that mean that potentially you've got a player like Peter Skaronsky with his lack of length, sliding down the board a little bit into a range where the Cowboys would say, that's a guy we need to go up and get even with his warts. Yeah, that's the short arms. That That's that's the absolute. To me, there's a couple of guys like Skaronsky, Carter. I mean, if, if you get to a point where it's, it's a doable thing, where you get them into that 18, 19, 20 range, you, yeah, you've got to think about maybe what's it going to take. What's it going to take? You know, you go up there, you get Peter Skaronsky, you fix, you fix the left guard spot. You, yep. you know, you've, you've absolutely fixed the left guard spot. So, yeah, I, I think we're on to something because, again, I'm only taking what Jerry's saying. I don't think warts are all about uh, off-the-field stuff. I think the warts have something to do with physical limitations or body types. I, I just think that's that's where I think that's where the Cowboys are at. The reason they would go up is for one of those types of guys that you just mentioned. And when you you know we we talked about all these other different types of warts here. You had uh, position, you had injuries, you had uh, measurables. 
The only other wart left to talk about, obviously, is off the field. And who uh, personifies that more than Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia? If Jalen Carter gets to 10, 11, 12, is that the type of player the Cowboys could say, eh, you know what, this is a, a guy who should have gone in the top three. We need to go up there. Yeah, I think that would be a super aggressive move if, you know, because, again, we Jalen Carter visited every team in the top 10, I believe. I think he made mm-hmm. every, and I, I told, uh, I know, I don't know if you were on the draft show with us, but maybe we talked about this. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, you and I are on so many platforms doing other things. <laughs> but the thing about Jalen Carter, if I was a team that was in the top 10, I would have absolutely had my security team in Athens, Georgia, trying to figure things out. I would have been there for a week. I'd have been talking to people. I would have been trailing him. I would have got every little bit of information you can. Now, maybe the kid's not in Athens, Georgia anymore, but I would have, I would have figured out, I, I would have had my team down there and, and I would have, I would have turned over every rock and tried to figure this thing out because, you know, I don't see him getting out of the top 10. But if he does, I think if you're a team, you have to be ready. If you're the Cowboys, maybe you do call up there 11, 12, 13. Now, now the Packers now hold, you know, pick 13, you know, so maybe you're in a situation where, uh, you know, you try and trade that off. And if, if Jalen Carter's there, you, you make a run at it, but I think you have to be ready uh, for all those, uh, all those different scenarios. You are listening to the love of the star podcast, the love of the stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.